This is Caregiver's Compass, an uplifting podcast all about the ins and outs of caregiving for a loved one. Tips, tricks, true stories, and experts. It's all here on Caregiver's Compass. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Caregiver's Compass. My name is Stephanie Muscat. I am a registered social worker and psychotherapist. Please note that this episode is not the act of psychotherapy. I had a client say to me once, I wish there was a magic key to the map of dementia and what to expect with dementia that you know what you're going to get, that you feel more in control, and that you know what the end result is going to be and when that might happen. I thought that analogy was such a good one because she's right. And it's what so many people who have a loved one with dementia hope for. They, they desire They want the answers. They want to know what is causing X behavior. What is leading to this change? Can I change it? What is the answer? What does this mean? Does this mean that this is going to shorten their life? Does it mean that it's going to have an impact on their brain? What can I do for them in these situations? These are all questions that caregivers of those with dementia ask all the time. I speak to my clients a lot about feeling out of control when it comes to caring for someone with dementia and not knowing what the next day might look like, not knowing how long things will go for, how quickly something can can change what the progression of the diagnosis might be. And we work through that because when you're out of control, it yields significant anxiety. I talk about other illnesses and how we often will think about other illnesses that we probably have more experience about when we are thinking about our loved ones with dementia. For example, I worked inpatient in cardiac surgery for a few years, and we had patients who would come in. They had a certain number of ailments or a certain percentage of blockage, and they would meet with the surgeon, and the surgeon would say, okay, this is what I think we need to do, this procedure This is the likelihood that you'll survive the procedure, but if you don't do it, this is the likelihood that you will not survive. This is going to be the trajectory and outcome following the procedure, and here's what we're going to hope for, right? It's a, in that situation, you have a map. You know what to expect. You have more or less a linear trajectory. You have control because you have answers, The same if you were to require a hip replacement. You go to your family doctor. They refer you to a surgeon. 
And the surgeon says something along the similar lines as the cardiac surgeon. You'll speak to the orthopedic surgeon. With dementia, it is so out of our hands. It feels so out of control, especially given that there aren't really medications at this stage that will really slow things down. And they they have a few that maybe can slow things down, but by how much? We don't know. How much longer will it give us? We don't know. And that is so hard. We look at the stage charts, the dementia stage charts, to try to see where our loved one fits. You know, stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four. Even then, it may not be a perfect fit depending on the dementia, right? There's so many different types. We don't always fit into a stage chart. And then our loved ones can go back and forth between the so-called stages. I know with my mom, she has had dementia for over 14 years. And when I first found out that she was diagnosed with a dementia, we looked online and it said something around lifespan, average eight years. And we sat with that, you know, we had this number in our heads She saw a neurosurgeon. Unfortunately, there were a lot of unknowns about what was going on in her brain. We didn't know if she had hydrocephalus specifically. They were looking at putting a shunt in her brain at the same time as having the dementia. And we were told if she didn't get the shunt, she would live six months. This was six years ago. She's been admitted to hospital many times. And we were told several times during those admissions, she's not going to survive. That particular one was four years ago. We don't have answers. And that is a big part of what makes this so hard because we also don't know what care we might need. We don't know whether the amount of finances we have are feasible for a care ongoing. How many years might we require this level of care? Will we require more care than we have now? Will she be able to live at home? Will he be able to live at home? Do we need to explore other options? Will a retirement home be sufficient? Do they need a nursing home? These are all of the questions we can't answer. And we have to try and make our best guess in planning knowing that what we plan may never be the outcome. It is so hard not to have a magic key. It is so hard not to have answers. And even when we ask the questions, we might get, well, I don't know. Let's see how they are next visit. Let's see how they are next year. I'm not sure. Because The unknowns are profound. We are not there yet. So if you are feeling this way right now, I understand you and I feel you and I can tell you that there are so many in the same boat as you who wish for that map and that magic key, who don't know 
which way is right and which way is left and which way is up and which way is down and what tomorrow may bring. The only thing we know is that at the end of the day, we have each other and we have our loved ones sitting in front of us as we know right now. All we know is now. We can worry about the future. That makes sense and that's okay. We can plan for the future and that's okay. It's okay if it doesn't work out exactly the way that we think. We plan as best as we know, but all we know is now. And we have to embrace the now knowing that we don't know what's going to change later. And we plan for later, not knowing if that's going to be the outcome. And if you're someone who cares for someone who has dementia, I bet that you have been through so many situations where you have had to act fast, you have had to act promptly, you've had to make very rash decisions, you have had to essentially act in crisis, and you've done it, and you can do it again. You can do it again. We try everything possible to prevent the crisis. We try everything possible to plan so that the crisis doesn't happen. But if that crisis hits, if you need to make those decisions, you have already shown you can. So while we might not have control over the future, while we might not have a magic key, you already have the key to your own caregiving destination. And that is that you have shown yourself before that you can do it. You have found the resources You have done everything you can for your loved one. And now you are looking for yourself. You are here. You're listening to this episode because you are trying to seek answers for yourself. You know that you need to support yourself. And you are controlling all of that. You have the key for yourself as a caregiver. You have the key for your caregiving. And that is the most important part in all of this. You are not alone. Reach out to our community. Reach out to me. We have you. In the land of unknowns, in the land of uncertainty, in the land that's out of control, we have you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Caregiver's Compass. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. I'm Stephanie Muscat. Have an uplifting day and I'll see you next time.